As always, I want to thank you for watching tonight. And as we start Esther chapter 3 this evening, uh, it is a remarkable passage of Scripture. And uh, if you remember how chapter 2 ended, it ended with Mordecai, Esther's uncle, hearing about a plot to kill the king. And he told Esther, and the king's life was saved. But in chapter 3, things kind of turn the other direction. The king promotes a man by the name of Haman. And Haman is pretty much second to the king. Only the king is above him. And so Haman expects everyone to bow to him. But Mordecai, who is a Jew, would not bow. So you can read there in verses 1 through 10 of chapter 3 that Mordecai would not bow. And because he would not bow, Haman hated him. And Haman began to try to find out who he was. And this is very important tonight because Haman finds out that Mordecai is a Jew. And in that passage of Scripture, they begin to tell him about the Jewish people, how they were slaves, how they wouldn't bow down to idols, how they only uh, worshipped one true God. And so Haman decides that not only should Mordecai die, but all of the Jewish people should die. And so tonight I want to talk to you about this fact that God is in control in every situation and that God has a bigger purpose and plan for you in your life. You see, the easy thing for Mordecai to do would have been what? Just bow down and worship this man. But Mordecai knew what he believed and he wouldn't compromise. And tonight I want you to know that I believe that America is fastly, which is not a word, quickly, running from God. I believe the days of being a Christian and just going through the motions are over. And so I believe that Christians are going to have to take a stand. You and I are going to have to know what we believe and why. It's simple things like this. What are our children learning in school? Are they learning the things of God? Or are they learning a radical agenda from people who hate God? What about in our churches? Are we hearing the Bible preached? Are we hearing what God's Word has to say? Or is it things that make us feel good and entertain us? How about in our culture? Are we seeing a growing hate for the people of God? I want to encourage you. Just talk to somebody about the fact that you believe the Bible teaches that marriage should be between one man and one woman and that homosexual marriage is a sin. Friends, you'll be called a bigot, a hated person. You'll be laughed out of the room. You tell someone that you believe that God created the heavens and the earth in six days and that every person is fearfully and wonderfully made. You'll be laughed out of colleges. And so I really do believe that as this world continues to drift farther and farther away from God, we, as God's people, are going to be put in a position where we have to do what is right no matter what. For instance, 
The Bible tells us that we are to meet together and worship as Christians. And some people say, well, how about this last year? The government wouldn't let us meet. I tell you what I've realized. People had started skipping church long before Governor Pritzker wouldn't let us go to church because of the COVID virus. Think about this. Well, we've got sports. We've got hobbies. We've got vacations. We've got uh, everything that mine could imagine. And so church became optional. But then when someone told us we couldn't go, we kind of got self-righteous. And so, Christian, I want you to know that you have to make a decision as a family that we're going to be in worship unless we're gone once or twice a year for vacation. Or if you're like me, you have sick kids all the time. You have to make that commitment because the world will try to convince you that it doesn't matter. Family time, Bible study, prayer, you have to make that commitment to do what God wants you to do. You see, Mordecai made a choice. I'm not going to bow to that man. I'm not going to bow to Haman. That's not what God's asked me to do. It's not what God's told me to do, and I'm not going to do it. And because of that, as you read those verses, Haman begins to to devise a plan to kill not just Mordecai, but all the Jewish people. And so as we've been looking at this and talking about this, we have to be reminded that God allowed this to happen so that Mordecai could take a stand. And because Mordecai took a stand, Haman tried to execute the Jewish people. But even in the midst of that adversity, don't miss this, God then used Esther. You see, friends, sometimes people will talk bad about you. They'll betray you. They'll lie about you. They'll hurt you. They will do awful and wicked things. But what you don't recognize is that God has you there for a reason so that you can take a stand. You can show lost and dying people what it means to be forgiving, what it means to be compassionate, what it means to be merciful. And so tonight, remember that as bad as it gets, God still has a plan. And so may God bless you and may God be with you over the next couple weeks. And so I'm going to be a little short tonight because I'm missing a ball game. I'm sitting in the car and I'm fat and fat people get sweaty. So I pray that God would bless you and I look forward to being with you tomorrow night. Read Esther chapter 3 because it only gets better.